I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. The Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready. to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. It's a treat and a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Here in his name, Hallie. How are you? Oh, so blessed, Gray. How was how was uh, your weekend with your Climax kids? Well, Hallie, I am in a somber and reflective mood. Oh, is that right? I am. You know, on Friday night, I had planned this candlelight vigil to remember 9-11. Awesome. You know, no one in Climax was born in 2001. Oh. And to them, 9-11 was not even on their radar. And I'm sorry to use that expression. Oh, okay. But to us, Hallie, it was the defining moment of our lives, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. something that we think about all the time, mm-hmm. almost every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after 9-11... I almost joined a group of guys at the time that we were going to go take on Al Qaeda personally, awesome. but you know, life got in the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you that's know. great, great. Yeah. I mean, nine eleven is really important. Never forget. Well, that's the thing, Hallie. I actually did forget. You forgot nine eleven? No, I actually forgot about the event. That I had planned the vigil. For some reason, my my Google Calendar got messed up or something, and I went to. Uh, I went to a Big Daddy Weave show. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but my friend Clay Clay Mason Mason Bannerman had gotten tickets. So we hit up the Big Daddy Weave show with some friends. Oh, no. And then, you know, it's not a big deal because apparently, you know, not many of my kids even showed up for the vigil because even though I did a reaction video of the towers coming down on TikTok, they still didn't seem to connect with the story. And so attendance was pretty low. Uh, Well, then I guess it didn't matter that you forgot. That is right. Never forget, yeah. Hey, how was your week? 
You know what, Gray? I'm still going to Prairie twice a week. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it is awesome. And I've learned a lot. And I've mostly learned that the reason I'm depressed is because I don't love God enough. Oh, I didn't know you were depressed. Um, so I'm working on focusing on how good God is so I can just be overtaken with love for the God of the universe who loves me so much. He just loves me. Good so idea. I'm really trying to foster that love. Totally. You know what I mean? So... Um, it's funny though, Gray, because my son day, you know, he's been curious about my prayer be, and he's been asking what I'm learning and it's his opinion that the way I deny my feelings is a bad thing. Oh, well, I wouldn't ever discuss therapy with your kids. So <laughs> that's probably true. That's my first mistake right there because I'm like day zip it. You've never had postpartum depression. What do you know? Right. You know what I mean? But you know, honestly, I look back at day's life and he's always been this rare kid who's kind of introspective and he's always kind of had this weird, like almost inquisitive relationship with his own emotions. And instead of being frightened by them, you know, like I am, because I've always assumed all my feelings are wrong and I'm mostly terrified of them. Right. You know I, mean, I mean, he's a black sheep, though. He's a bit of an odd duck. Like if I observe my feelings or even acknowledge them, I'm afraid that they'll just come and stay forever. They'll just overtake me completely. But Day's like, no, mom, your feelings are meant to be felt and they're important signals and information meant to help you. Yeah, to our, a point. Our feelings are informing us of things that are wrong. And, you know, Day thinks that the church coerces us into a state of dissociation. And I said, Yeah. I said, no, duh, Sherlock. We have to dissociate from our feelings so we can turn off all the noise of being emotional creatures and be more faithful followers. What's wrong with that? Totally. We live in a broken world and we need to shut that out as best we can. Yeah, I'm proud of that. But it's strange because he thinks our emotions are trying to help us understand our experience and inform us if something feels off or if something feels wrong. And if the church teaches us to cut off that line of communication and I can no longer hear the way my body is trying to help me, I'll fall into what he says the church specializes in and justifying cognitive dissonance because cognitive dissonance is the only way we can remain in a system of abusive beliefs. I thought cognitive dissonance was the name of some band or something. Oh, that sounds cool. But see, great. Here's where I got him and I won the argument. I says, day, it's not just the church teaching us, you know, to dissociate from our feelings. It is directly taught in the Bible. So you can't argue with that. Oh, good. Yeah. I know the Bible and I trust the Bible and the Bible is the word of God. And the Bible teaches us not to trust our emotions because they will deceive us. The Bible tells us the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And you know what? I don't want to be in touch with my body. My body is bad. And I'm not just talking about how imperfect it is. You know what I mean? With, right. You totally. Know, all the, but well, I mean, not mine, but. my body, I was born into sin and sin and Satan want to use that to drag me to a very real hell. And Day goes, Mom, the church teaching you to not trust your feelings or the Bible teaching us to not trust our feelings is a type of grooming. And I'm like, what the heck is grooming? Grooming something that happens once a year at Petco when I take my corgis and my Frenchies in to get their hair cut and their butts expressed. In fact, funnily enough, I take them in every year on 9-11. Oh, so you don't forget. Exactly. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule. 
whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like Jesus returns us to our redeemed selves, our guest today wants to return to a more traditional time of the church. He's controversial, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Prescott E. Nielsen. Welcome, friend. Good morning. Good morning. So happy we can finally have you on the pod. Well, pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. Hope you're feeling healthy. Hope everything's. Uh, hope everything is uh, thumbs up on your end. Everything is great. Yeah, and I'm just. I'm a bit curious. What is that uh, sort of leather book that you've got there with you? This is my. This is my notebook. If I have ideas uh, for prayer or or song or general fellowship ideas, um, this is this is everything. This is a, a very valuable. Um, piece of literature to me. Well, yeah, leather bound, I'd say so. That's right. And I mean, you have been quite the the name lately because as I understand it, you have really been lobbying for a new service, a more traditional type of, I guess, like hymns or something service. And we wanted to have you on because, you know, I don't know, that just seems so, you know, it's not really the Twin Hills vibe, if you know what I mean. Well, I feel like around 20 years ago, there was a fork in the road when it came to service and and Uh serving the Lord and and practicing and, and, and gathering with other Christian men, women, and children. And I think that a left turn was taken in how we approach a church service. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we've gone into uh, a guitar-focused, a drum-focused, mm-hmm. um, uh, open palm, reach-to-the-heavens yeah. uh, type service. Ra- ra- raising a roof. And I want to see if we can pull the roof back down a little bit, create a little bit more shade, take the beams uh, and lower them just a little bit so that we can get to a, a traditional place where a lot of people, not just myself, but a lot of people feel more comfortable. Huh. Okay. Wow, in a more classical churchy church, kind of like stained glass and hymn books and all that? Stained glass, hymn books, uh, suits. We need to get back to dressing up to go to church. Women in dresses, kids in shirts with buttons, neckties, belts. Vests? I like a kid in a vest. I think I think I think a kid in a vest is okay. An adult in a vest might be a little too uh, uh, goofy. Okay, okay. Like maybe you're in a western or something. Like like barkeep, pour me a whiskey. So yeah, some yeah. Uh, that's that's a it's a it's a costume piece for an adult, but for a child, it might be appropriate for a church service. Uh, and and I'm not against what you do, but I want to know what made you decide that this is how you want to worship. That this is how you uh, welcome the Holy Spirit into your life? Well, I guess, you know, I'm going to answer a question with a question, which is, you know, you've been a member here for a a few years, and I guess my question is, why do you want to come to a place like Twin Hills that is really sort of branded on our idea of a contemporary church service, and you've kind of hung in there year after year and really want to to change it into something that it isn't? Because there are a lot of sort of those boring churches that you're talking about around. Uh, So... Several years ago, uh, I went to the doctor. I wasn't feeling well. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. It's 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 better now. Thank you, though. And um, he, it was a summer. It was a hot summer. You all remember? You all remember the summer of 2018? Oh, don't tell me about um, it. And I, I found myself overheating every day. Every day, mm-hmm. I was running a fever of about 102, mm-hmm. 103, without mm-hmm. any really? signs of illness. Oh. And I went to the doctor, thinking maybe I had a flu of some kind, and he said, "You're overheating yourself." Oh. And so I looked up uh, in the phone book. 
all the churches, called all the churches in the area. I, I looked everywhere, long and far, for a church that had the best air conditioning. Oh, that is definitely us. Definitely. We keep it at 62. It, you have a cool, cool uh-huh. uh, uh, sanctuary there. And uh, yeah. and um, and I, I felt like I was welcome into that, and I, I appreciated that. And I feel like, like I said before, I'm not against what you do. I, I still feel like I can contribute, but I just wanted to, uh, to participate and share uh, what I feel church should be. Maybe you'll change someday. Maybe I will change someday. Um, but I think us together, it's, it can be a good pair. You don't want to be in a room with people that just agree with you, right? Well, I'm glad to hear that we cooled you down. You got to bring your core down to uh, a good temp so that, you know, your body can regulate itself. I remember hearing that Billy Graham's wife couldn't perspire. And you can die if you can't perspire. I didn't know, realize how important sweating was. And here I am trying to put aluminum aluminum in my armpits so I don't sweat. But if I may answer your question with an answer, the reason I'm so drawn to Twin Hills is if I might take you on a little a mental journey here for a second to like the Emmys or the Grammys or the Academy Awards. You got those big, beautiful rooms and they're lit and everyone looks so nice. And you got the lights changing and the host coming out and the music and the crystals. And it's just so compelling and powerful. And you feel like, wow, I'm a part of something. Something's happening. And when I first walked into Twin Hills, it honest to God, it felt like I was at the Oscars. And I thought, now this is cool because the world is looking around saying, what's cool? What's cool? We think Megan the Stallion's cool with the long nails and all this stuff. Well, Twin Hills comes along and goes, oh, you think that's cool? You like dripping crystals and and spotlights and fog in the room? Well, guess what? Welcome home. And I just think, you know what? There are so many people who are like, you know what? Blood on the cross isn't very cool. You know what is cool? A drum fill in the middle of a praise song or someone shredding on an electric guitar. And um, I just feel like if those types of cool, awesome things can point people to Christ, well, I'm in. That's all good. Here's what I want my church to be. I want it to be a dreary place. I want it to be a boring place. I I want a pastor reciting prayers, having us repeat, a call and response conversation. I want yawns in the pews. I want hymns uh, that that talk about sheep and flocks and uh, the sun and the moon. Uh I want to be gripped in a hot room. Not hot anymore. I do need the air conditioning for medical purposes now. But I wanted church to drain me, to exhaust oh. me, so that I felt defeated. I felt defeated by something. I felt if I was so comfortable in a new church, then why would I even need God if I was so comfortable? I see. How about that? So, and I mean, do I you not? It. Do you just not like contemporary sort of rock and roll kind of stuff? Or what? Oh no! I, outside of church, I love rock music. Oh really? I love rock music. Elvis Costello, Pavement, Soundgarden, Seven Dust. I mean, those are my bands. I love rock music. Oh yeah. I'm a big CD collector. Okay, so I guess I'm just wondering, you know, Prescott, because. You know, you said you want hymns, and you are you writing your own hymns there? Because you know, I, I see that whole that you know, you leather book there. Oh, you are, so you're just writing some original stuff too? Yeah, I, I write hymns individually. I also write them with a with a group I belong to. Right now, it's still kind of a an online forum called We Are Into Him. Him oh, okay. spelled H Y M N. I see that. Into Him, yes. And in the group, we we, we toss around ideas about uh, hymns and whatnot. But I, I I will be at home on my organ. Uh, writing my own personal hymns. Would you like to hear? Oh, sure. oh yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think so, I guess. This is one that I've been working on recently. I, I don't have an accompaniment. I'm sorry. Um, but it's a classic hymn. It's called Flock, Hear Ye Call. Mm. Oh, flock, hear ye call. Call to the Lord our God. 
the sheeps and the water flow, hear ye O voices. Wow. wow. I felt like I was I in felt... Canterbury, England. Yeah, that was cool. So sad. I mean, it kind of felt like a a ditch or something. That's a question I have, Prescott. Is what are these a lot of hymns are the, are those minor keys? Why does it sound the other day I had the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy I was doing that as I was walking my dogs and I said, Is that a minor key? Why does it sound like a dirge? Well, hymns don't play uh, with keys all that often. Interesting fact that there is a sort of a middle a middle key that all hymns classically exist on. They usually just dance around four or five notes. Sometimes you'll throw in a fifth note. And I like to throw in a triplet at the end if I can. Okay. Oh, do you have an example of that in one of your originals? Yeah. Um, So uh, take, for example, uh, the the, the end of the coda on one hymn I wrote uh, entitled uh, Jesus Let Down Your Hair. Where the final... Then it ends... Jesus, let down your hair. Oh, that's nice. That's and, a triplet? And, and sort of the idea there is that Jesus is lowering his hair to climb up? Uh, yeah. You, um, you Are you familiar with Rapunzel? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the, the old story. I was inspired. I saw a made-for-children cartoon about Rapunzel. Oh, cool. And I thought, well, well, that's something else. And I thought, well, is there a version for uh, adults? But I wouldn't. you wouldn't want to climb up a young woman's hair if you're a grown man. That's disgusting. But I thought, well, long-haired, long-haired heroes for an adult, Jesus, number one. Number two, I mean, outside of the church, maybe old Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, uh, you know, other, other wonderful long-haired men. But Jesus letting his, down his hair, there is, no, there is no ladder to heaven. Uh-huh. That's right. So is it kind of a story, a story hymn? A story of, of, of Jesus, the Son of God in heaven, Letting down that hair. Why else is he depicted with long hair? They don't explain that in the Bible. There's, there isn't a verse uh, or, or someplace in the Bible where it says, and then Jesus made the decision to grow his hair. Right, right but we know he had long hair. Speaking of long hair, are you married? Am I married? Yeah, I'm married. Oh. I, I married. I got married when I was 16 years old. Oh, my goodness. Oh, congrats. Thank you very much. Uh, we, uh, she is also 16 years old. We were sophomores in high school. Wow. Um, yeah, her, na- her name is Mary. A biblical name. I, I'm not mad. <laughs> very <laughs> biblical. Very biblical. Mary Lou. And um, we, we were married at 16. We each got our driver's licenses, and then we drove to a, a little wedding chapel and got married. It was the first thing I ever drove to was a wedding chapel to get married. Now, who can say that? Yeah, that that's such cool. an inspiring story. And you stay together. And that you is stay so God honoring. Still happy. Yeah. And and I just I mean she'd be mad at me if I didn't just toss out a quick little. Uh, can I can I give a shout out to Mary Lou? Uh, yeah, of course. All right, hi sweetheart. How are you doing, honey? And uh, I also she would also be angry with me. She owns a CrossFit gym. Are you familiar with CrossFit? Oh, I, I love CrossFit. Actually, which one? I'm a member of uh, several. Uh, she she in uh, the Evansville. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. That's I don't, a good one. I don't go over there that much just because you know there is a bit of you know East West um, rivalry. But oh. Uh, oh, that's really fantastic. So the two of you, uh, the two of, do, you, do you, I mean? But you clearly don't do CrossFit, so okay. she must be ripped. Yeah, no, she's she's big. She's uh, uh, right now. It's you know she's strength training. Uh, you know that when you, they have the they have the barbell and they jerk it up to their hips uh-huh. and then they kind of twist their hands uh-huh. and they lift it all the way up. She can do that. Wow! Oh, really? With you? Yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, but I, I, like you said, I, I don't I don't work out because of the the heat, um, the heat generated in those gyms. You can't 
pump AC through a gym mm-hmm. like that. Do you think part of, part of the problem with the whole heat thing is just the type of clothes you're wearing? Because uh, as, as far as I can tell, that is a, that's a so it's sort of a woolen, um, I guess you would call that a tweed suit. And it's a three-piece. If, yeah, right. And everything about it just seems a bit, you know, a warm. Bit warm, yeah. Hot. It's, it's, it's traditional menswear. I, I think that for hundreds of years, men wore suits every day. Oh, they, were wearing, they were wearing heavy clothes when they signed the Declaration of Independence. They were wearing mm-hmm. clothes uh, when they threw the first Thanksgiving. Uh, well, it was November. They, threw, they, they were wearing heavy suits, uh, all these great moments in history. And then all of a sudden, in 1975, men decided, well, it's time to wear shorts. It's time to wear short sleeves. Ooh, tank tops, even. Tank, to- tank tops. Yeah. And it, it just, I mean, something, I don't know yet, but it just something kind of seems fishy about if we had it right for hundreds of years... They knew something maybe we don't. So I, I keep on the suit. Yeah, because if I'm going to be honest, when I see a guy in a tank top, just between you and me and the lamppost, when I see that tuft of armpit hair underneath his armpit, uh, when you can see that on a man, it almost freaks me out just thinking about it as being even possible on a female. So just the sight of it on a male makes me think, oh my gosh, because, you know, that's not supposed to be there. You know, a woman isn't supposed to have any hair from her cheekbones down, you know? Um, and so I just, it makes me uncomfortable. And you know what, Prescott? I, if I could give you a word basket of encouragement about your your tastes and your desires of what you would like tonally out of a church and more traditional thing, you know, you said you want to walk out of church completely drained. And, you know, I, I hear you say that because I think, you know what? Maybe that is a good idea because if you can actually physically drain yourself, spiritually, emotionally, psychically, and mentally and physically drain yourself, guess what it's going to be harder to do all week? Sin. You know what I mean? Like the Bible says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that these bodies of ours, our carnal desires are trying to drag us straight to an eternal hell. So I kind of get what you're saying of like, drain me completely so that I can barely put a foot in front of the other and get through the week till I can come back here and empty myself out again. That way it's going to be hard to what, you know, look at maybe a woman's behind who's not my wife's behind or whatnot. You know, you, you don't have it in you to stumble in the flesh or anything else because you're completely taxed. Absolutely. That's right. I, I hope I have made myself clear. It seems. It seems like maybe maybe you're going to follow in my footsteps. Maybe put on a dress next Sunday. Oh, I'll Can put I on a dress. Can I see you in a dress next Sunday, nine a.m. for church? Or are you going to wear? Sketchers and uh, have a baseball cap on. <laughs> See, I follow what you're putting down. And to be honest, Prescott, maybe you could lobby with um, church leadership to start a more traditional and conservative service over in the chapel on the far end of the campus. We have that nice chapel. Uh, I know a lot of times we put the Spanish speaking services in there, but we could kick them out and we could put stained glass in and get incense and candles if you want and old hymn books and we could get a traditional organ and a piano and we could really put on a show. That sounds fascinating. That sounds wonderful. I mean, I would, I would love to even bring some of my hymns maybe i could bring my hymnal that i my, my new hymnal is going to drop uh in, in the next couple of months and and maybe oh, we can maybe we can kick off a sort of a small traditional service with brand new but old sounding hymns i guess my question definitely. is about these sort of older things is it just seems like sometimes you are overcompensating for something that is you know i guess what i would just say is you know with a contemporary service what you see is what you get there's no artifice it's just modern cool in your face up front but a lot of times with these sort of older things it seems like they're hiding kind of like with with all this kind of darkness or whatever I'm not, i can't really put my put a finger on it something underneath what's it all hiding you know what i mean sure well we all have things we hide from the world mm-hmm. um some people uh 
have have problems with substances. Some、mm-hmm. people are are mean.、Uh, some、yeah. people don't like、uh, their job, their children. Some people、mm-hmm. are mad about the sports team that、yep. doesn't win for them. Are you all of those things? Or what? I, I guess I'm. Pardon? Is that? Are you speaking from personal experience?、Or? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, there are times. There are times. I I don't like my family, and I know they'll be listening to this. I've already. Promise my wife the shout out. She's going to listen to it no matter what, guaranteed. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know, if if it's a a nice day outside and I feel like going for a walk, and she has to go train a couple people at the gym, yeah, I can say for a few moments I hate her. I find my way back to the love. Of course I do.、Uh, and, and hate my job. Sure. Who doesn't hate their job sometimes? You think I want to wake up every morning and write hymns? Do you think I like writing hymns? Do you think I want to be writing hymns? I feel it's necessity. Sometimes I don't have an idea for a hymn, and I still have to write two or three. Oh, so hymn writing is your job? Wow! How many hymns have you written?、Uh, I'm on. I'm going to be on my fifth hymnal. Wow!、Oh、goodness. And who? So, oh, so you are. That's just amazing. You can make any money selling hymns these days. Yeah, I, I mean, they aren't. The hymnals aren't cheap. So you know, sell a couple hymnals, use some of that money,、uh, invest it in sort in some stocks to, so that the money goes up. Did you have you learned about that? Oh yeah, I, I do mostly crypto, but oh, I, I'm not I'm not too. That sounds that does sound fun. I have heard a little bit about that. That does sound kind of fun. But yeah, you know, you sell a few hymnals. There, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of fans. To be honest, you know, I have a couple hundred fans.、Uh, you know, from Forey Holmstrom. 82 years old. He's、huh. in、uh, Chillicothe, Illinois.、Mm. Um, he he. He buys my hymnals. I've I've had hymnal signings, believe it or not. That's cool. So you write hymns to buy to put, and you publish the hymnals, and then you take the money and you put it in stocks and watch it go up a little. That is really, that's really great. It seems like a a pretty fulfilling career. Originally, I I used to fix stereo equipment. I had I had a small little office where I would fix speakers and whatnot, and and that was a dying industry because now you can just toss it and buy new ones.、Uh, and I sold a hymnal, and I said, well, how am I going to make a living out of this? And that's when I turned on the news, and they were talking about the price of this is going up. Stocks they were talking about, and at the time, there was some there was some plane crash, and I and I and they said, oh, the price of the airline has gone down, and I said, well, if it's gone down, I mean, I'll have a piece of an airline. I thought it would be kind of cute, and, and maybe it'd go back up. Sure enough, it went back up. So I took about four hundred dollars of this airline stock. Now it's about four hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's、oh, the same stock, and I haven't had to do anything to get that seventy-five dollars. Isn't that cool? That is. Dang, I like the sound of that. So I've just done that several hundred times throughout the last twenty years、uh, to get to the point where I can make fifteen, sixteen grand a year. Maybe I'll lose seven, eight grand a year, but I'm pretty good at it. I'm getting better. Wow. So that I mean, what an interesting thing that you just—I guess that's a, really a blessing. That must be a God thing that you just saw, you know, just stocks on the news, and you thought. I'm gonna do stocks. That's great. I think God showed me the news that night. I think God turned the TV to the to CNBC that night. I do credit God for that. I think Jesus let His hair down for that moment. I think I climbed up、uh, that particular haircut in the moment、uh, in in order to learn about buying and selling stocks for cash. That's really great. <laughs> It's a God thing. Do you ever do you ever wonder that maybe and I hate to say this but that you know hymns and it sounds like some of your fans are are, are a bit older that you know as they Sort of go away,、uh, or you know, as I say, die. Are you ever worried that you're not getting any replacement fans because a lot of you know younger people don't really like hymns and sort of how they sound and how they make them feel? That's that's the next five ten years that I need to figure out is is getting hymnals in the hands of teenagers and making sure that they like it. Oh, if you could make like fifteen second hymns, you could put them on TikTok. Quick hymns. Now there's an idea. Can I have that idea? I like that. It's yours.、Absolutely. It's yours. I mean, have you ever written a short hymn? 
Oh, I'm, yeah, I, a lot of my, I mean, I haven't gone down to 15 seconds, but yeah, 30 seconds, minute long. I, I've done hymns that are a minute long, and I've done hymns that are an hour long. Oh, really? Wow. What was the one that was an hour long about? It just, it just broke, it was just, I, I wanted, it was the Bible. And I just took from the beginning, Genesis to Revelation, just hitting some certain spots, uh, about 50 verses. Uh, some of the books we skipped, you know, Book of Ruth, uh, one of the Corinthians. Yeah, it's a bit boring. But I, I wanted to make a hymn that could take up an entire church service. I, my, my dream, you know, if, if I had my own church, it would start out, pastor says, good morning, good morning, and then and hit it. And we're already on the organ. We sing the hymn. I think that would be really interesting, but I haven't, uh, haven't had that opportunity, but I still have a lot of life left in me. Yeah. That's right. How about how old are you, 60s? I, I just turned 58. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so, so getting, getting to 60... I know, I, yeah, I probably look sixty now. That's that's okay. Um, but I still have a lo- I still have a lot of life in me. I still have a lot of energy. Um, how old are you? Um, isn't that funny that you um, are fifty eight and you've been married for forty two years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel that I'm blessed, and I feel that I owe it to God uh, with the mission that He's put on me to to bring church back to an older place. Uh, it's, it's I'm doing it for Him. There are many things that I could be doing in life, but I I'm choosing to do this. Uh, for well, him. If that's your calling, if that's what God is putting on your heart, you know, you have to answer the call. And and wow, I mean, I never even thought about it, but what a revolt, what a what a, a revolution to kind of go back to the, the, the traditions that the megachurch has been trying so hard to break away from. I mean, now we got our churches looking like Google campuses and it's like, you know, you're making me think, well, maybe there is something neat about going back to making it look like, you know, you know, Notre Dame or one of those churches in France or England or something. I love Notre Dame. That's one of my favorite old churches. Yeah, that one's the one that burned down in the pandemic, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but they're 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 building it back up. Okay, oh, and hopefully they're building it the same way they built it thousands and thousands of years oh, ago. Oh, cool! To keep that charm, wood, old yeah. wood. You know, I and I have to imagine too that things get a bit controversial with your online group. Uh, th- there must be strong opinions like that of like, you know, here's how we should do hymns, or here's how church should be. I mean, do you guys ever get any disagreements online about those sort of things? Yeah, one of my best friends recently made fun of Amazing Grace. Oh no! Oh my goodness! Which is that's the hymn. Yeah. That's that's the hymn yeah, of hymns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds good. It has a a cool message. Reminds us we are wretches. Wretches, animals in yeah. the dirt. And um, I don't know if he was just trying to be funny online, but he had a post the other day, uh, had a, the capital P for the tongue sticking out of the side. Amazing Grace isn't even that good. Uh, what did you say? I wrote what I guess you could call a diss him, where I was I was dissing him. I wrote I I wrote I've written hymns about many people, some celebrities, some friends, but I this is the first time I came after yeah, somebody. Wow. What did that one, What was that one like? Jason, Jason, you're not here to defend your actions. You're not here. You're hiding from your own self. Jason, Jason, show thyself. Prescott E. Nielsen was played by Scotty Nelson. Follow him on Twitter at Scotty Nelson, but use fives instead of S's. It's in the show notes. He's great. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>